Mason, is that you? Caden. Oh it's my you. gosh. Ryan? We're here. We're here. We exist again. Yeah. I mean... For those that were worried about our health... Uh, we were, we're alive. We were now. fine, yeah. We were in a myriad of places yeah. across the United States. There were some vacations. There was some... You know, some jobs being some taken. Jobs. There was some. There was some stuff that needed mm-hmm. to be done. But we have uh, congregated once again. We are in yeah. person right now. We are yeah. in person right now. Uh, we are doing this episode live from the state of Oregon, where uh, uh, one of our hosts, Ryan, has been visiting. Pretty That's exciting great. stuff right here. We flew him here yeah. for this. We yeah. figured we'd uh, we'd end the hiatus of loving balls with uh, flying balls. Yeah, well, I mean yeah. by loving balls, yeah. by having There's you no fly way. up and. You know, talk a little football. That's we got right. a little content now, uh, kind of. We're getting there. We're getting closer to the season. I mean, what, we got about a month now? Yeah. yeah. On the verge like, of fantasy well, drafts. We've got preseason the... games already. Yep, that's yeah. true. We had the Hall of Fame game. What did you guys think of that? I didn't watch. Uh, you were there for we part of it. Some I watched of it. the first quarter of it. Okay, it yeah. Some of it. Raiders played their starters. The Jags were smart and didn't. Trayvon Walker looked good, though. How about he that? Did. He did, yeah, against the Raiders starting O-line. Mm-hmm. He was killing it. I mean, yeah. what I, I counted, I think, four pressures? Four or five pressures yeah. in a sack? He blew up every play. Yeah, he was he was I in mean, the backfield he constantly. He definitely did look elite. So he did. That will so, be uh, a far cry from what we saw on tape, yeah. This, yeah. Uh, this podcast has gone to some pretty interesting places in terms of our thoughts on Trent Baalke, the Jaguars GM. Mm-hmm. But uh, if we he might hits, have to bite our tongue here, if he yeah. hits this one, go him. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, yeah, go him. It's just an incredible. It's just an incredible pick if that's the case. I mean, yeah, I completely agree. But uh, with uh, yeah, I guess with that, let's, get let's um, begin our probably our final episode of hoo ha prior to the NFL season. Yeah, we we'll did not the news next week. Yes, I next think next week, week we'll the, yeah, the, the news there'll the be stuff news. to. Like actual things that are happening in the football world to talk about. Preseason games. But right now, what we got for you is um, a little dialogue here. That's Actually, right. I guess there's three of us, so whatever you want to call that. And uh, we're going to talk about whether we think a few kind of borderline players, and by a few I mean like 15, if these players belong in the Hall of Fame. And I think this is interesting uh, because these players are pretty polarizing in terms of this. The majority of these players are still not eligible. There yeah. are a few in here that... That are already eligible. are. There's like that we feel. Sh- I, do we have any that aren't already eligible that we don't think should be in? I feel like we just included the ones that aren't currently. In. I mean, we've got some current players here. So. Yeah, we do. The current, yeah. the current players, we do. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, I guess with all that, kind of the yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll get into it, and we're gonna start out with Eli Manning. Oh, wonderful. Let's go around the horn here. Uh, no, I. If he did get in, I would not be outraged, but I would probably go no. Am I the one that gets to spew stats? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can go for it. Awesome. But uh, actually, let me give you one right before we start. Okay. Uh, because this, the premise of this Eli part will probably be us saying he's a mediocre quarterback. And I think nothing's more fitting than the fact that his career record with the New York Giants is 117 and 117. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that. That's wonderful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, go, Mason. What do uh, you got for us? Eli Manning has been to four Pro Bowls in 15 years of being a starting quarterback, which, okay, that's respectable. That's not Hall of Fame worthy. He's mm-hmm. never been an All-Pro. Never Hall been of best Pretty Good. Position. Yeah, love the Hall of Pretty Good. It's what most of this list is going to end up being. <laughs> Eli Manning has been, to the, has been to the playoffs six times. He has won the Super Bowl twice, so they went all the way. The other four times eliminated in the first round. You may think, oh, Pretty great playoff runs from Eli, right? <laughs> Eli Manning has scored over 30 points in a playoff game one time. Yeah. I, uh, one time. 
That's pretty incredible. Yeah. There will be multiple of these type of guys in this list where uh, I kind of have a similar theme going. To me, in this era of football, if you're like a above average or around average quarterback, it is very much possible for you to compile stats yeah. in today's NFL. And I think there's a kind of a class of quarterbacks that I consider to just be good players that were mainly stat compilers in the regular season. Three from one That were not, not necessarily transcendent talents by any means. And I think Eli is the first of which that we're going to talk about today. I agree. So I'm going to roll no here. I think, I don't know, I mean, a lot of people really would value the rings here. And I, I disagree, but I guess I get it. They were crazy but, playoff runs. Yeah, they were yeah. crazy runs by the whole team. But I don't think that he was necessarily a lead enough in those I runs have, to... I have an interesting thought here. Okay. okay. If you were not a relevant fantasy football quarterback, you should not be a Hall of Famer. I guess if you're not I relevant guess, in fantasy, doesn't mean you're I mean, I, great. I don't uh, think causation equals uh, correlation here, but I, I, I see what you're saying. But can you yeah. name a Hall of Famer that probably wasn't? Joe Namath. <laughs> it's been a month and we're still on that. <laughs> we yeah. can't go back to the Joe Namath. Yeah, exactly. Okay, <laughs> oh, Jesus. All right, well, uh, I guess we'll transition to our second one, which is Frank Gore. This is one that I've gone back and forth on because, uh, speaking of stat compilers, we have uh, the king of them all here. Yeah. But he is third all-time in rushing, and mm -hmm. that's just... I, don't, I, I just feel like that's at you the running back the position. You can't really leave sure. that out, so I'm going to go yes. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm going yes, but I'm incredibly biased. Frank Gore was my favorite player my entire childhood in the first 49ers jersey I ever bought, so... I'm probably just going to not drop takes here because I'm too biased. He does also have nine seasons with a thousand yards or more. It's like it's it's a pretty it's a pretty high end career. I yeah. would say. he doesn't have a, he doesn't have a crazy season. He has one sixteen hundred yard season. Which that, is yeah, that, and I was going to say he doesn't have an, an all pro, but he was in the all twenty tens teams. So he was consistent, five time Pro Bowler, and also he finished his career with sixteen thousand rushing yards. So Incredible like, test taker as well. <laughs> Indeed, yeah. What did he get? What, what did he score on the Wonderlick? Wasn't it like it was the, single wasn't digits? It the lowest ever? I think it was the lowest ever. Him or Vince Young? Yeah. But my God, actually, he did have seventeen hundred yards in his second season with the 49ers. He could run into a pile for three yards as many times as you gave him the ball. And that's what's getting him in the hall. <laughs> that hey, that's, guy just that's will four point three to you. His career average me. is four point three. Sorry, I'm just used to watching him with the Colts, like down the stretch of his career, where it really looked like he was about to get wheeled out on a hospital bed every yeah. time they gave him the ball. Oh my god! Yeah, he did Jets. average. Oh, dude. Okay, the Jets. We <laughs> talk about that. His Colts career, he did average 3.8 yards per carry. So you are yeah. not incorrect in no. what you were saying there. And the Jets and the Dolphins was really just the uh, yeah the seal to yeah. it. Yeah, but overall, Frank Gore, yeah, he had a pretty good career. Yeah, yeah we respect it. Uh, our next one is kind of what I was just saying a few minutes ago. Uh, we have Philip Rivers, who I'm going to roll no with. I think some people would want to say yes, but no. just watch Philip Rivers play, and you tell me that that looks like an elite, high-level quarterback to you. And he also just didn't. I just don't he think doesn't he have any accomplishments. Yeah, but that's well. because Philip Rivers is the inverse of Eli Manning in that he has never really had like a great supporting cast around him that's outside true. of. I mean, he had. He did finish his career with a record of 134 and 106, which is. I mean, significantly. I mean, there are more wins and losses there. Yeah. So, like, he was on some good teams. Like, 2006, they were 14-2. and two. Like, he's been on some good teams, but they, I mean, right. they never actually did anything. They went 14-2, and two, and then he tore his ACL in the AFC Championship. Right, so, which is, I mean, he's been that's kind of is what it is. He had some like, good weapons, but he just never had a defense or, like, a good coaching yeah. staff. This is a player that I actually do think is very borderline. Like, I do think yeah. if you add some better luck around him, his career probably... Uh, accomplishes a lot more mm -hmm. but, but i'm not giving someone a hall of fame because of a hypothetical it, career yeah, because of un i'm giving luck. you a hall of fame based on what you actually did and what he actually did was 
a career with some pretty nice counting stats without anything that I think is super, I mean, high-end here. Yeah, sorry, I mean, he had some good seasons, but most of his seasons look like... <laughs> life isn't fair, Kate. Yeah, life isn't fair. Life isn't fair. Yeah. I mean, he's in that kind of group of quarterbacks that's like 2-1 to one touchdown interception ratio, like pretty good... Eh. Unfortunately, it's 64 to... completion percentage. I'm not putting him in because of throwing motion. <laughs> Anything is one of us had to say disgusting. One of us had to say. I respect yeah. the guy. Like he did have an interesting strategy by trying to birth a new team to make himself elite. Yeah. But he just didn't last long enough to have his family finally rise into the league. And that... <laughs> he does now have enough kids to form a full NFL offense. Hey, I mean, you, you know, know what? 15 years. Ago. It's tough luck, Philip. You're just gonna have to take your millions and live out the rest of your life with your. 50 children. Yeah. yeah. This guy knows. And then with our fourth one, we have someone that has a very passionate but small fan base. We're going to go with Devin Hester. Just like the rest, just like the Bears in general. We're not yeah. in that fan base. We're no. not in that fan base. Great, great returner. However, you have 16 touchdowns in your career, and I'm not putting someone with 16 touchdowns <laughs> no. into the Hall of Fame. Devin Hester was a game-breaking returner, but a terrible receiver. Like, that's just not even up for debate. Yeah, I mean, we're all in agreement here. Generally, re- returners are dudes that have burst, but they weren't good enough at playing wide receiver to get onto the field. With that. No. Like, I'm not going to give a bad wide receiver, like, and a Hall of Fame boat. It's not like the Bears, like, just didn't try him at it. They tried him at it for years on end, and he just was not good yeah, he, at the res- nah, getting he, open. He has a career of 12 years of attempting to be a receiver. Mm-hmm. Uh, and let me tell you, it did not go well. His career high in receiving yards is 651. That's impressive for him. Which for him is decent, yeah. but I mean, are we really going to give that like a Hall of Fame vote? No, I do not think Another so. Another thing I will argue with him is that... I, the thing with kick returning, yes, is he the greatest of all time at kick returning? No. Yeah. Well, I mean, punt returning. Punt, punt, punt returning, returning yeah. yes. But if you if you really think about it, there probably would be someone better if a good wide receiver was returning. If Tyreek Hill had spent his entire career taking as many returns as Devin Hester did, he would be better. Yeah. All I'm saying is Cordero Patterson. <laughs> One of the elite wide receivers in this era just would be a better returner than him. I, I am, completely agree. Yeah. Like, we're, we're in agreement, right? Like, Tyreek Hill would probably have 30 touchdowns. Like <laughs> his first few years were pretty crazy returning punts and kicks. Yeah. Like he's just a more electric. Player. I don't want to take anything away from Devin Hester. No, neither do I. He's had a great career, yeah. but like sixteen touchdowns. If he was an elite touchdowns. receiver, he would not have been on special teams. Majority of these guys works. that are this level of freak athlete can catch a ball and be a good receiver. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's just true. why they're playing receiver. They're multifaceted. <laughs> Devin Hester just wasn't multifaceted. Yeah, and he had a great career. Awesome and career. He will be moments. remembered as the best punt returner ever. So go yeah. him for that. And with that, we're on to Cam Newton. Uh, this one I think is no. probably the least compelling case of any of the players we have listed, mm-hmm. but I've still seen people say it, which is surprising. Was awesome. 2015 was awesome. That like, was incredible. Legitimately. Yeah. One of the coolest years I've ever watched a player have. I mean, he had, gosh, look at this. They went 15-1. and one. He threw for 3,800 yards, 35 touchdowns, 10 picks. And then he also ran for, a, gosh, a bunch more. Can, I don't have it right in front of me. But. Can you find me Cam Newton's receiving core from 2015? <laughs> I, just, I just like looking at that. Just, yeah, yeah. He I'll, was here, able I'll, to win I'll an MVP with the team he had, uh, at least on offense. Panthers 2015 receivers. Let's look at what Mr. Cam Newton had to work with. So we had Tengen Jr., Joe <laughs> Webb, Teddy Williams, and Jericho Cotchery. And oh. he threw for 35 touchdowns, almost 4,000 yards, and then ran for another 10 more. That season is awesome, yeah. and I will never take that away from him. 
However, the rest of his career. The rest of his career. Right he never had two winning seasons consecutively. No. 2013, 12 and 4. 2014, 5, 8 and 1. 2015, 15 and 1. 2016, 6 and 8. 2017, 11 and 5. Like, come on, man. Like, I mean, you've got to respect the hold he had on the media and just, like, <laughs> yeah. how big of a name he was. And it's crazy how big of a name he still is considering right. how little time he was actually relevant. And it's when he went back to the Panthers last season, just how much hype that got for a guy yeah. we'd watched look washed with the Patriots a year prior. Yeah. 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 No, I completely yeah. agree. And then... Um, I mean, he's fun to watch. It's just... Yeah, but... It's done. Yeah. I mean, his career... He, I mean, he started 145 games, or 144 games, excuse me, in his career. His completion percentage was below 60, like... We're just not talking about someone who was elite throwing the football for a prolonged period of time, and that's what I want in a Hall of Fame quarterback. If you're yeah. talking about impact on the game, though, I will say he probably did help usher in the era of the dual threat quarterback. Uh, true. 250 true. pounds. Yeah. So, and I yeah. easily would put in a Hall of Famer who was, I mean, just average throwing, but an elite dual I mean, threat. Is, but he didn't do it for long no, enough. No, I'm so just, I'm just yeah. saying, thanks, Cam Newton, This is for similar that. to like game Mike Vick. Like, he changed the game. Yeah, but, but he's he not, not a Hall of Famer. Yeah, yeah same I think thing. It's, we need to, as sports fans, we need to accept that there are players that do impact our favorite game, which is football. Or our favorite mm-hmm. teams. And our favorite teams, but they don't need to be enshrined for that. We no. can remember them fondly. I'll talk about Cam Newton's 2015 season for the rest of my life. Yeah. But do I want to enshrine him in the Hall of Fame? No. No. Not at all. And with that, we go to uh, another player who kind of came into the league at semi-similar time. We got Russell Wilson. Who I would roll if not yes is on track. I feel like yeah. Russell Wilson's on track. Yeah. yeah, I mean you could you could really go back and forth on if he is in right now. I could get either way really. But if I he mean, wins an MVP hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. There, I mean, there's an eye test aspect to a year where I've seen years of Russell Wilson just being a great football player, and I I can't unsee that. I think last year or two has been kind of weird, but the second he wins a Super Bowl with Denver, he's in. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. If not the MVP, the Super Bowl is... Uh, I mean, we're talking about a guy that's 104-53 and 53 in his career in terms of winning. I mean, I mean that's a, a, a team thing, but regardless of that, he he's been a winner. He's bad teams around him for a while, True. so that's more of a him thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he currently has 37,000 yards, almost 300 touchdowns, and less than 100 interceptions. Him and Rodgers like the only two players that have that sample size and have that. Yeah. Like, we're talking about a player who's just been elite for a long time. I mean... I don't know. I mean, he's been to five straight Pro Bowls now. Missed a year before that. Went to four straight before that. I mean, he's he's had a very good career so far. Right. I'm obviously lower on him than both of you, but like, but we're all in agreement here. Yeah. yeah, he's it's just a, he's a good player. Uh, and then we're talking about a player next who's ridiculous to say yes. Yeah, we all <laughs> we have agree. Mr. Julian Edelman. Uh, this is just a stupid. This one argument. is this is like one of the only ones that like bothers me when I hear people say like, come on. Have you ever seen a top 10 receivers in the league list during his career in which he was ranked? No. no. You cannot be a Hall of Famer without being at least top 10 in your position. I mean, look at his career yards, career. too. That's just not Hall of Fame worthy. <laughs> yeah, with what we're about to say about a couple of the receivers we have later in this list, him having 6,800 yards and 36 touchdowns is not yeah, it. Yeah, nice 36 regular yep. season touchdowns. He has had some awesome playoff moments. I yeah. will yeah, not deny that. Fine, yeah. But again, with this, like... Enshrining him because of like moments, it's a career. You also moments. have the greatest playoff quarterback of I was all say, time. Every Tom Brady football team has had somebody like this. Yes. Julian Edelman is not special in that regard. We are talking about a player that has three seasons with a thousand yards or more. No, no, no. You were a Walmart. <laughs> Amendola and That's, Welker yeah. did the same thing. Thank you. That yeah. is very true. 
And uh, yeah, we don't need honestly, I don't have much more to no, say about that one. We're pretty enthusiastically no. The next one, we're going to be a little throwback, little old player here. Wow, uh, that's way back. We're going really far back here. We're going to Roger Craig. Impact on the game. Impact on the game is there. His stats are there. He's a one-time All-Pro, four-time Pro Bowler, three-time Super Bowl champion. Like, yeah. Roger Craig if you're looking purely thing. at rushing yards, then no. But it, like overall impact, he did yeah, have I mean, the first it, thousand, a thousand. Yeah, and he did finish his career with all eight thousand two hundred rushing yards. He so, was I mean, important for some Super Bowl teams back. Yeah, in the and days. he finished with five thousand receiving yards. Yeah. So thirteen thousand total. That's enough for me. Also, I mean, they he didn't get he, the main usage either because they considered him a fullback for a good amount of his career, which, which kind of hampered his numbers. But when he actually got to like carry the ball. Yeah, I mean, they, he, they he had a season with 1,500 yards in 1988. Yeah. 1,500 yards, nine touchdowns, another 500 receiving. I mean, that's that's awesome. And there's his 1985 season. I have no idea how he wasn't all-pro this season. I'd have to go look look back at who was. But that was the 1,000-1,000 season where he finished Ridiculous. with 15 touchdowns, 2,000 total yards. And this is in 1985. Yeah. Like, statistics are not what they are now then. No. That's very different. So, yeah, we're going yes. I think now it's fairly obvious. Uh, this next one, uh, we got Devonte Adams. We do. This one, we I think I personally consensus with this. I, I would say probably right now, no. no. But you give him like two more seasons, then yeah, he hits 10k yards. I mean, 10k is the threshold for the Hall of Fame. We've all watched him play, and we all know this is an elite football player. Like he should, like skill wise, yes, he's in. He already has two All Pros, five Pro Bowls. Mm-hmm. He has some crazy seasons. Like is, uh, I mean, this last year. Almost 1,600 yards, 11 touchdowns. He for that 1,400 yards, 18 touchdowns. Like, he is a very, very talented football player. I just think, you know, get the counting stats and you're totally in. And I think he will. Mm-hmm. So, I think we're in agreement with yes here. Oh, boy. This next one's a fun one. Are we really doing... Jeez, man. <laughs> See, we sound like haters today. I don't know if he's going to hit this now after recent reports. He'll be fine, man. <laughs> it's the same thing Big Ben had with the elbow. And how'd he look at the end? Well, Matt Stafford's not at the end yet. <laughs> We'll see. Yeah. To be determined. But yeah, Mason just said it. We're going with Matthew Stafford here. And based off what you can, what I just said, you can tell we're about to say no. I just haven't ever watched a quarterback for an entire career do as much stupid shit as Matthew <laughs> Stafford and still get as much love. He was crazy last year. Yeah. He was great. He had some great years in Detroit. He was really good last More year. More often than not, he was not that great in Detroit. I know. I mean, a lot of people like didn't actually watch him. I watched this yeah. player. He was played in a team that, like, he's in our division. I mean, I'm a Packers fan. I've seen plenty of Lions games, and I've had so many moments with Stafford where I just start laughing at something he does at the end of the game. Like, the idea that he's called clutch because of all of his, like, comebacks or whatever is... Like, he has, he has 34 comebacks, which is impressive. But the, like comebacks game. is vague, and you're also down every game. If you just are a good quarterback, you're going to have games where you come and back and win. That's how it works. A conversation we're not going to have, and I will not engage in, is Matt Stafford never had any weapons in his career. Yeah, that's that's, that's a load of garbage. That's He's had laughable. good receivers for actually he almost every has year. Arguably the Detroit like a top three receiver. You can of go. All time. I mean, Marvin uh, Jones, Golden Tate, Calvin Johnson. Yeah, like the the list has gone. Holiday for the latter portion. His entire career, he's had at least one receiver who can do work. The amount of actually horrid teams he's had is significantly overblown, in my opinion. Like they went, yeah, they had like they've had they've had times. plenty of teams in here. 2014, 11 and five. 2011, 10 and six. You know, they're nine and seven a couple of times. 2016 and 17. Like there are plenty of years where he had enough, and then he well, would. Okay, like, he wasn't. He, I never saw him as a force multiplier. I basically. will say. 
it was his career kind of did get derailed. The Matt Patricia era was garbage. We all understand that. Yeah. I feel like they fired Jim Caldwell too soon, and if they kept him, they might have actually had more stability. Yeah, the, the 2018, 19, 20, I think people use as a representation of his whole career, but I don't really think that that's accurate. That's not. Jim Caldwell was a good coach. Jim Caldwell were was headed a really in a decent coach. direction. Yeah. yeah, they'd had two solid seasons. He was playing well. But it's just like, I don't know. I just, I've seen Stafford just not show up to a lot of big games. To and his credit, he did this year. He did this year. That's the one thing I will give him. And they won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, so I guess we're all saying no here. What He's do we good. think he needs to do to get yes? doesn't matter. He's going to get in. <laughs> it's just one of those guys. You're probably, that you're you're probably right. He will get in. Too much. But what would you want him to do to get in? What I like Matthew Stafford to do. I like him to complete a season uh, like the one he just had and not throw 17 interceptions. I mean, if he could just go through a season and cut down the interceptions to a number like 10 or mm-hmm. 12, throw for 4,000, throw 40 touchdowns, like, we've seen quarterbacks do that. I'm not asking for the impossible in an offense like he has. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. I'd say give me, like, how old is he? I think, like, 30, 30, 33. I'd say give me four more years like last year, maybe sprinkle in, like, an all-pro or some MVP votes, maybe a couple of Pro Bowls. Then I'd be like, okay, like, I guess. These are unreasonable things we're asking To be a Hall of Famer, though, like, would you throw someone in the Hall of Fame that's never been a top-five quarterback? Unfortunately, it looks like they're going to. I don't think... mm. I don't know. I don't don't really think you should. Like, has Matthew Stafford ever been elite? I don't. I don't know if I would consider this. I think he's been he's, he's been borderline. in the six to eight or six six to ten range is all career. I've never much. put him six. I'll tell you that. Maybe like eight or nine. Yeah, I'd say that a high end Stafford season with like how some seasons have played I mean, out, you could maybe argue for that. Going but. into this season might be the first time ever I put him like seven, and that's before I heard yeah, about I'd, his elbow dying on him. This yeah. Yeah. I think seven to eight is probably fair, and I don't really know if I want to put the eighth best quarterback in the NFL in the Hall of Fame. Uh, <laughs> that's I, like. I don't know. I don't know. We've it's got, to be we've seen. We've got one too many Stafford lovers listening in, so this is going to go over pretty badly. <laughs> yeah. And with yeah. our next one, we have a player that I would say, I'd say, yeah, we got J.J. Watt. Mm-hmm. I mean, he has five Pro Bowls, five All-Pros, and what, three Defensive Player of the Years? Probably the most insane peak by a defensive player that I think I've yeah. ever watched, aside from Aaron Donald. Like, those few years where he won back-to-back and had two 20-sack seasons was <laughs> just... just Oh, yeah, this run is crazy. 2012, 13, 14, 15, his sack numbers went 20.5, 10.5, 20.5, 17.5. The injuries are unfortunate because the rest of his career is just, I mean, not very good. Mm-hmm. But if there's ever a player... He did have like, a bit of a resurgence in 2018 after a couple of injury plays. Did he have 16 that year? Yeah, yeah 16 sacks okay, in 2018. Awesome. So, so he has five really high-end seasons, yeah. and I think with how high those were, I can justify putting him in. I think it's fair. Because with a defensive player, it's a little different. I feel like he might take a bit, but I would agree. What I do don't you, know if I'd put him in first ballot, yeah. but I think eventually he what should What are his career sack numbers? His career sack numbers? That is... The, oh, he just got over 100. 100? So. Mm, yeah. Okay, then I, th- I think he's pretty much a lock at that point, I feel like. If you have 100 he'll, he'll and you have in. some high-impact years, yeah. Yeah, he'll get in, I think. All right, next we got a pair from the same team. We'll start with Richard Sherman. I'd probably say yes here. I mean... I would as well. I think he was the best need a long or second-best corner... For a long time to say, yeah. yeah. I mean, he was also just, even in the later end of his career, he had a couple of really good years in San Francisco. Solid five-year stretch. He just took away half the field. That's good enough for me. Uh, He was amazing. I mean, he was arguably the best player on the best defense for a few years, and that's something I can admire. The level to which I hated Richard Sherman throughout my entire (laughs) childhood just shows how good he was. Like, 
I, mean, I hated that man, but it's because he was good. I mean, he has 37 picks in like about eight, not eight, ten years starting. That's really good, really good. 116 pass breakups. Like the dude's a stud. I mean, he was he just always was good. Mm-hmm. I think this is one that I think most people would agree. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll go to the, another player on that defense. We go Bobby Wagner. Um, I would say yeah for him as well. I think these those were the two best players on that defense. Bobby uh, Wagner has eight Pro Bowls and six All Pros. I think Bobby Wagner's better than Cam Chancellor. I think Bobby I Wagner's think so. in, but uh, all right. I think so. Perfect. I don't know. I, I could get someone disagreeing, but I think both safeties were more important to that secondary. But I Bobby Wagner to the was secondary a good maybe, but to me, I mean, he always looked like Bobby Wagner also the dude had some running peak years of his career post. Yeah, exactly. Lob. I also so. feel like he for a while just was indisputably the best middle linebacker in the NFL. Yeah, which. If you just are indisputably that good for a prolonged period of time, I think it's really hard to say no mm-hmm. on you. Mm-hmm. So I, I would rule, yeah. Look how positive we are, guys. It's awesome. We're, yeah, I say we're not really we, knowing a lot of guys. Well, to be fair, the initial we're really list positive for a bit longer too. The, yeah, the initial we list we had for for this episode was a lot of no's, but we threw some yeses in here to yeah, make it a little less hatey. End the day with some negativity. <laughs> the last couple are going to be pretty bad. But uh, next one, let's go to Ben Roethlisberger. Resounding yes. A resounding yes. I think of the quarterbacks like Manning, Rivers, he is separated above them. When I watched him, I think he had some truly elite seasons. He elevated elite football teams. Yes, yeah. he very much did. Uh, also, he has one of the craziest throws I've ever seen to win that Super Bowl against the Cardinals. Yeah. If you know what I'm talking about, it's the one in the corner to San Antonio Holmes. It's ridiculous. It's it's an all-time throw. He also has a lot of all-time seasons. He threw for 5,000 yards in 2018, 5,000 yards in 2014. I mean, it's fourth than 900, but yeah. whatever. In his prime, the most unsackable quarterback in the league while also being the most immobile quarterback in the yeah, league, which is just a wild thing to say. He finished his career with 80 more wins than losses. He oh. has 53 game-winning drives, if you care about that. He finished his career with 418 touchdowns, 200 picks. I mean, this is a rock-solid Hall of Fame career. Yeah. First ballot, you guys think? Yeah, I think so. I think so. I'd probably put him in yeah. first yeah. ballot if it was me. Yeah, I mean... The the statistically he just he's above the rest sixty four thousand yards like we're gonna forget about the last like two years yeah the last two years or whatever whatever and the next one we got uh, Von Miller yeah Yeah, I think I I can agree here Mm -hmm. I mean he has a Super Bowl MVP that's insane he's just one of those an edge rusher game wrecking pass rushers yeah Uh, he also has three All Pros which we are huge fans of he's Mm -hmm. eight Pro Bowls his career sack numbers. 115, like, it looks it looks really good for him. I'd roll, yeah. He's also technically not done yet. I mean, he's no. regressing, but... In, true. He, he still was not bad last his year. His playoff run last year. With yeah, the he had a very good run. In the Super Bowl, he... I mean, he's come through huge in two I Super Bowls. he has Bowls. two Super Bowls. Yeah. Well. He does have two Super Bowls. Yeah. I didn't even mention that, yeah. I mean, I would roll, yeah, for him. Yeah. I think he's a great player. And then uh, we're going to go to another defensive player. This one I'm going to roll no on. Uh, we got Khalil Mack here. Not enough. I've seen some people talk about this because he was on the All 2010s team and he does have three times. Uh, he's a three time Pro Bowler. But, I mean, he's only at 76 sacks. Uh,. I, I've seen him. I've seen him disappear too many times. I got a lot of Khalil Mack when he was in Oakland, and he was a monster in Oakland. If he, he continued down that path, he would have been just a, probably a first ballot Hall of Famer if he kept that type of career trajectory going. The Chicago trade, injuries, disappearing. First yeah. year in Chicago was elite. Since yeah. then, he's kind of disappeared. He said. 
eight and a half, nine, and six sacks, respectively. I don't know, he's like one of the only like players that's of his caliber that I feel like in big games, I just I, I don't, don't see really, him. Disappearing act, I feel like it's kind of a discredit to him when he has been on since that first year. Some Bears defenses that are just yeah, kind that of personnel-wise garbage. Yeah. It's true. That is true. The since I mean, 2020, 2021, hard to really blame him for that. Also, he dealt with injuries last year. He did have six sacks in seven games to give him some credit. So. I feel like the Chargers is going to be a resurgence rushing across from Bosa. But I, mm-hmm. I feel but he's like, also 30. Yeah, so. we're a little too late for the insane peak that pushes you mm-hmm. to the Hall of Fame, I think. Yeah, but I think he'll probably have, what, two, three maybe good years there. I think yeah. we're all going to remember Cleo Mack pretty fondly as a yes. great edge rusher. It's not a Hall of Famer. Remember players fondly 2022. Yeah. That's my movement. <laughs> Uh, okay, this is an interesting one. We just we put this one on the list kind of last second before we recorded this. <laughs> if we're putting Frank Gore in, we have to. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Jason Witten is the player we're talking about here. It's just yeah. It. I mean, talk about a stat counter. The has, start to his career is elite. We'll give him that. He had a pretty insane first few years in the league. That's true. I mean, his rookie year wasn't super crazy, but then no. he next he had year middle and ground. He had a thousand yards. Yeah, for like that's six what I'm talking about. It's just he started to die out. Like, that's true. It's really just the last like five, six years where you'd watch him just catch five yards sticking out routes the whole yeah. game. I completely forgot about his <laughs> retirement for a season yeah. broadcast and then came back. The broadcasting, I think, should be enough to keep him out of the hall. <laughs> he was so bad. He was bad. really bad. Like, really, really bad. But he did have 13,000 yards and 74 touchdowns. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. We'll roll yes. We, yeah, we have to roll yes. We just we'll be nice, guys. We're mm-hmm. reluctant here. Yeah. Oh, boy. And our last one of the day. Just not doing it, man. Mr. Matty Ice. Matt Ryan. It. I mean, I love Matt Ryan. He's yeah. not all of it. He's, He's just not doing it. I think he had chances where maybe if he won that Super Bowl and maybe just won some more big games, he could be in the conversation if he still continues from this point on to do well. But I, at this point, it's not happening. I've watched Matt Ryan drop back. Put all of his arm strength into a complete duck that turns into a pick six one too many times to put him in the <laughs> yeah. Hall of Fame. He's, yeah, I don't know. I honestly don't know what he could accomplish that could make me unsee the eye test with him. You know what I mean? I know. He's, he has great stats. His eye test sucks. I can't watch him play. It's, I mean, I wouldn't go that far. It's I, just like... Yeah, I can't. It's just... I don't know. It's like when we're talking about like Russell Wilson, who... I mean, I guess they have semi-similar numbers. Like, with Russell Wilson, when I watch him, I'm like, damn. Like, he throws one of the be- like most beautiful deep balls I've ever seen. Like, I totally get it with him. Like, Very name strange. a signature Matt Ryan throw. It's just not. not yeah. <laughs> like, Some, like name, a, Jones name something he it's excels a, at. He's just a solid quarterback. Yeah, but exactly. Like, outside of, I mean, he had one elite season. Yes, where he had a, a crazy good offense around yeah. him. A great offensive line, two good running backs. And who is widely considered the best play caller in the NFL? I don't really know Shanahan. if you can yeah. compare him to Russell Wilson. I mean, the touchdowns are there, but he's just—he's thrown so many more interceptions. He's so much more volatile. He's had True. really bad games. Yeah. True. Yeah. I just meant more on like players with nice stats from this era, but I mean, yeah. yeah. I guess we'll see with the Colts, though. But I hope I hope he, I hope he succeeds there. But I just don't think. Point. Yeah. And there's not, not much he can do with the Colts that would make me. The Colts could still be good. Mind. No. Yeah, I think he's a good player. Yeah, he, could, he could still definitely... I think they will be better than they were with Carson Wentz. But <laughs> yes. Yeah. Long shot, but I, I, he's not going to reach an elite status at this point in his career. No. We I will tune agree. in to when they reveal the busts for Rivers, May, and Ryan after this, by the way. They are just going to get in, no matter <laughs> what. Yeah. yeah, but it's now out there that we don't think they should be. No, and I yeah. will grumble the entire ceremony. I will also grumble yeah. the entire ceremony. <laughs> we'll come back on this podcast and then grumble together. It'll be great. Perfect. <laughs> Love it. 
Yeah, and that, uh, that about wraps up our list. Yep. Thank you guys for listening. Yeah. Uh, we'll be back next week and all the weeks in the future. We're off our hiatus now. Season yes. two begins now. Season two begins now. Yeah. Well, you know what? We'll just call this the first episode of season two. How about love that? Yeah. All right. Love it. We'll be back with actual football next week. How about that? There's some preseason games. Niners Packers Friday. Preseason. That's right. Ready, Ryan? Oh, my piss is hot. Jordan Love owns you. Kizion no. Nixon owns no you. Chance. Shut up. He's ripping <laughs> Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy is going to destroy you. Clearly, you've never seen Rico Gafford play. Ah, stop it. <laughs> All right, well, thank you guys for listening. See you next time.